In today's Complaint Corner, Daredevil Season 3. This is Critically Complained. Hi, I'm Adam, and this is Steve, and as I said, we are reviewing Daredevil Season 3. So, I, um, I typically dominate these conversations, especially with reviews, because I very, I'm very passionate, and that's just how I work. So, Steve, I'm going to let you take lead on this one, so that my, my, uh, my fanboyism doesn't get uh, too far ahead of me. So, what did you think of Daredevil Season 3? Uh, well, first of all, thank you for the opportunity. It's, it's really weird to speak before the three-minute mark. <laughs> I, don't even I don't even introduce myself. You know, I just thought, I just realized that. Yeah, I don't no, even say my uh, own name. I just name say that this is Steve. You are Steve. Huh. I mean, if you want, well, no, you not could now. say your I'm name. not changing it now. Okay. That's just what we do. Okay. But okay. What do I think about season three, Adam? Um, exasperated sigh. That's what I think of season three, Adam. Uh, uh, okay. Um, hey, caveat you, you though. I... Caveat. I liked the ending. But okay. everything up to that point was an unbearably boring slog. Like, you know how we have time to do these, but crunch time because we have to do it, like, the weekend they come out, and sometimes it doesn't work out so hot because we have shit to do outside of the show, and lives, a little little bit, little bit of lives. Little, little lives. That like we quite need a, to yeah, fill with 13 hours of Daredevil. Yeah. So I made it through, like, yeah. nine of the episodes. Well, only four to go, and it, it took me, like, three more days to work up the willpower to go watch those four extra episodes. I'm glad I did, because they turned out to be the best episodes. But the, before that, it's like, oh, my God. Like, gee, I, I seriously considered skipping some episodes just to get this thing done faster, Adam. Honest to God. Yeah, I I will admit that. So um, what happened with me was that uh, the other day what, – what is today? Uh, yesterday, I had to take my car in to um, get it fixed. And while I was there for, like, seven hours, I had time with my with my Kindle to just watch – like what was left of the show, so that made it a little bit easier because I just had this big chunk of time where I had nothing to do. So I feel like I was a lot more positive about this show than you were, just because like it, my schedule worked out this week. Uh, so I think that might be a factor here. But yeah, I, I complete not completely, but I do strongly disagree with most of what you just said in that. I really, really liked this season. I didn't feel... I rarely felt bored. Rarely. A, a couple times, but not really. Uh, and I was super invested. And I will go so far to say that I think this is the very best season they have done of any of the Defender shows so oh far. My God. I, Adam, you gotta I think, learn to I hate. think... I, I, I think this is like that their, crowning, like their crowning achievement oh of these no, shows. No, 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 I no, no, really... No. I really liked that shit. No, I love like I think the thing I liked the most was I loved Daredevil's emotional journey. I loved that how fucked up he was throughout most of the series, and when he and Foggy and Karen started to finally reconnect again right near the end, and then like oh my god when they did the the uh what was it the Nelson Murdoch and Page at the very last episode it was a little cheesy but it felt so earned and i was so happy i was like yes you know you guys have a chance at happiness and you know you're forgiving each other and you're trying you're doing your very best and you're trying to move on and it felt so good and i just i loved it i really really dug this season i was super into it okay so i agree 
the ending was really, really good. However, I don't believe I enjoyed but the, the j- ending. Is only good because of the uh, the build up that it took to get to the ending. I, like it's it's a it's it's like I don't a hundred percent agree. Because I feel really? I feel I, like it's, okay it's a yeah all right burn, a lot of the stuff there. was good because of the. The, the slow boil to get up to that point, sure. But I think a lot of that's, those elements were independently good. Like, this, the thing that uh, Daredevil shouts at Kingpin at the end there, I did not need mm-hmm. this season for that. Mostly, okay. mostly because Kingpin and Daredevil have no fucking interaction the entire time. There's yeah, no... Other than the... Like, if other, it wasn't for the history they the have, Daredevil has no reason to be they... upset. Daredevil does have a couple fantasies where he's like talking to a, like a fa- like yeah okay a I want to talk about that fisk. too but right now okay. I want to talk about the the ending yeah the ending was good I did not like Matt's journey Matt Murdock is a huge cock and I no 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 that's the entire point Steve okay but they did too good of a job making him unlikable I don't agree oh with my him God. I don't agree with his. His whole, I have to keep you safe by keeping you out of my life or whatever. I get it, I guess, but I don't agree. And especially since his whole, okay, the first episode, he wakes up in the the orphanage or whatever, right? And he's being a sad sack all over the place because, oh, life's a bummer and uh, it sucks and everything. And yeah, okay, the whole thing about losing his hearing, that's the pits, fine. But that whole episode (laughs) and the one following that, where he's just being a bummer and moping about the place, was just... That was just an hour and a half of me going, get on with it. Because there's no reason <laughs> that... We, okay, no reason to believe any of that damage is permanent. He's absolutely going to walk again. He's absolutely going to get his hearing back. So there's no reason for us to be upset by any of this, because it's not going to take. They're not going to ruin being, Daredevil you're, in the first again, episode. Again, Steve, you're missing the point. You're not supposed to think, oh, God, he's never going to walk again. You're thinking, oh, God... How is he gonna walk again? Like, like not in the sense in the sense that like emotionally, like how is he going to move on from this? He's so fucked up. How is he ever going to recover? Why? And the whole season is about his journey to recovery. That's what it's about. It's about him learning to like care about things. Okay, again but hang and on. To care about hang himself on. again. What's he fucked up by? Why? Why is He's, he having okay. trouble getting out of that chair? Okay, well, uh, specifically, he's he's fucked up by a building falling on top right, of him. Right, but like, okay, fine. Defenders. Mentally, what what are his mental blocks in there? What chakras does he need to open? Why is he upset? Well, okay, he tried in in the Defenders. We find out that he tried to stop being Daredevil for a while. Ultimately, mm-hmm. could not do that. Mm-hmm. Went back into being Daredevil. Really threw himself into it. And ultimately sacrificed his uh, what he thought he was sacrificing his life in order to be with the person, the woman that he loves, and trying to convince her to become to to see the light and to become a better person. And then not only does he fail, and not only does Elektra die, but he also doesn't die. He did that. He was trying to sacrifice himself. He was trying to be a martyr, and he didn't get a chance to actually be one. So he, now he's just, and he can't kill himself because he's a devout Catholic. Except he's not in the he, first like, season, which is also stupid. That first episode where he's like, oh, I can't believe God and all this nonsense. Oh, the book of Job, how could you do this to me? It's like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. I No, I didn't buy any of that. I was sitting there with a frown on my face like, would you just fast forward to where you stop being a pussy and get to the show, please? 
I completely disagree. That was that was very necessary to show how far he needs to go and how screwed up he really is. Like it's you know, seeing him punch people doesn't have the same weight to it if you don't know how how much it costs him to do okay, that and how I'm hard it is for him. I'm not saying you should turn him. the show into exclusively. Uh, I almost said Batman. Exclusively Daredevil going around <laughs> punching people. I get that there has to be a reason, and I'm I'm fine with the mental damage, just things that make Batman great. But I'm just asking for mental damage that's not going to interrupt my show. Like, you can just, just – maybe you, the next time he goes and fights a guy, maybe he goes a little bit too far and knocks the guy into a coma because he went a little dude, too ragged on him. he is fully – he is recovered mostly and, and, like, and like punching people again by the end of the first episode. Yeah, and he, he lost to some street toughs. Well, yeah, but that's the – oh, my God. Again, that's the point. The whole point is that he was he's trying to die and he doesn't know what else to do, so he's just gonna Yeah, be I get it. That's a real bummer. All but he has. I, I don't I don't agree. That's not the direction we should have gone with this. I completely disagree with what you're saying. Fundamentally, I I loved that aspect of this season. That was like my number one thing I liked about this season was Matt Murdock's character and his journey. That was like the shit for Ugh, me. Fine. I can see you're very this passionate is, about it, so I'm not going to bother trying to change your mind because I'm pretty sure I can't, you, so fine. I'm you glad you enjoyed cannot. the journey. You literally cannot. Okay, well, I'm, I, for what it's worth, I am sorry that you did not enjoy the journey. Thank you. Because, like, I get that it might it, that it must have been hard for you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's just like that with sounds the hard. Bullseye. Really hard. Yeah, that sounds hard. God, really damn. hard. You know, yeah, I'm sorry. I want to that talk about that really too, hard. but I'm sorry. You you go it's your turn. You say something nice about the show. Okay. Actually, well, no, it's perfect because I already talked about my number one thing, which was oh, all right. there, well, which was Matt Murdock, but my other thing was I really liked Bullseye. Okay. Uh... Um Okay, I'm not sure what it was about Bullseye. Like, this is going to sound really weird, but I thought he was hilarious. I don't know why, but, like, I, I, I had to pause the show because I couldn't stop laughing. Seriously? After, so, okay, no, no, no. It's just... <laughs> were we watching? Okay, yes. no, I'm, I'm concerned now, Adam, because I'm thinking maybe we're watching the same okay, show. The, I'll tell you the exact, sa- the exact moment where I, I lost All it. All right. So, um, um, Daredevil and fake daredevil are fighting in the new york bulletin it's a very tense scene Mm -hmm. it's a very dark scene you know it's it's very you know emotions are high a bunch of people just died and then daredevil the real one is hiding behind a cubicle and then and then bullseye throws a coffee cup it bounces off the wall and just smacks him in the face i don't know why but that literally made me burst out laughing it was just so weird to me that he that he is able to bounce a coffee cup off of a wall and get it and get it to just smack him right in the head. I don't. I just don't know what. I don't know what it. Also, I loved where I loved that Daredevil was just going around and just grabbing every single piece of anything that he found and using it as a weapon. Like he's grabbing sh- pieces of chandelier and staplers and scissors and and uh, snow globes. And I just I just was very amused by that. I don't know why. It's a very simple thing, but I liked that. Okay. Um, Mechanically, I agree. I liked. That I liked the part of Bullseye where anything can be a weapon in his hands. I thought that was a cool way to, you know, combat the basically unfair way that Daredevil fights. I think that that was a good way to do that. 
I don't disagree cool. about that part. Cool. Okay. Well, I'm glad. We're I have sort things of in to say so otherwise, far. though. Okay, go ahead. Just go ahead. It's alright. Um, like on the face of it, the whole like, um, bullseye being like the dark reflection of Daredevil, especially wearing the suit. I didn't mind that. Like, you know, metaphorically, it's a little heavy-handed, but I don't mind the idea yes. of people, of a dude going around trying to frame Daredevil as the bad guy because it gives Daredevil something to try to fight towards, you know? Like, to clear mm -hmm. his name, even mm -hmm. though he doesn't want to be Daredevil. He doesn't want other people to be bad Daredevil or whatever, you know? I, I'm fine with that. That's fine. Whatever. What I don't like is the character of Bullseye and how he was handled. I completely disagree, I, but okay. I'm sensing continue. that's going to be a theme, but I'm going to continue yeah, anyway. Yeah, it's going to be. It's going to okay, be. Okay, first continue. of all, I didn't really get the impression that he was supposed to be Bullseye until, like, later on. I don't know if I was missing the signs or they just decided not to do them early on. Because, like, yeah, he shot a uh, bunch of guys, but he didn't ricochet any bullets or anything. Yeah, he did. He he did in the very first scene that where he saved Fisk. He ricocheted a bullet off of a lamppost. Did he? All right, well, then I yeah, totally it missed it. Fine, that one's on me. But I don't agree about him being good. Like, I, I just okay. You know how the show shows him throwing a baseball at a at a wall and cracking it when Fisk is doing that, like reading his files. I guess that was the what was going on there was Fisk was visualizing the shit he was reading on the files. I think is what's happening. There. Yes, that's exactly okay. what was happening. Yes. All right. Yeah. So okay. So this kid, his parents are dead or something, and he's throwing yes. baseball for the for you know his I don't know who, I don't know who's paying for his YMCA baseball or whatever, but. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> okay. He's got the coach, right? And he's like, ah, oh, great job, sport. I got you a baseball glove. It's made of real elephant ass or whatever it was. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, wow, yeah. thanks, surrogate dad. And then they go to the – he's pitching him out, and the guy's like, oh, I'm sorry. I got to take you off the mound, kiddo, even though you're doing great. He's like, but I got to throw a perfect game so my mommy and daddy can come back from the grave or whatever nonsense. And it's like, okay, yeah, I can't <laughs> let you do that. And then this 35-pound child limp-wristedly threw a baseball – at a fence, it bounced off of it, hit this guy in the back of the head, and he drops dead immediately. First of all, all story points aside, lunacy, there's no way. I could have thrown that kid harder than he threw that baseball, especially since it ricocheted off of a chain link fence first. There's absolutely no way it was lethal. That's nonsense. But even putting that aside, even if he shot the dude in the head, point blank, and killed him that way, this show tries to make me feel bad for a literal psychopath, and it's I'm not having it. It's bonkers. <laughs> and, okay, the, okay. The, the scene with the therapist was pretty good, because I think the therapist lady was actually done well, and I think she's a good representation of those people dealing with the absolute crazies, because he was an absolute crazy, and he was kind of intimidating in those sessions, you know, and it's like, oh, okay, so this kid's going to grow up and when he, you know, crushes birds with rocks or strangles cats or whatever he does while he masturbates, whatever. Yeah. But <laughs> later on in life, it's like, okay, so he's just a dick who's crazy, and you want me to feel bad about that, and I won't. <laughs> okay. Also, he okay. hears bees, so... and it's fucking annoying. I know it's for him, <laughs> but it's annoying me too, because you're putting a soundtrack of live bees around, and it's wasting my ear space. And also, it's really annoying. Sorry, please say what you're going to okay. say. So, if I may, um, you're you are supposed to feel some sympathy for no. for Bullseye, but you're not supposed to be like, oh, you know, he's such a he's just a a sad guy, and you know, he just needs love. Like, no, he's a meant he's meant to be like a very tragic 
person. Yeah, and, like, but a I very think what they were going person. for. Like, he's a villain. He's a bad person. He's an awful human being. But, like, it, it, he doesn't mean to be. See, it's okay, like he yeah. doesn't know that's, any that's better. That's what it is. He's... I think they were going for, like, the victim of circumstance. Like, it's not his fault. It's just the chips didn't fall in his favor. But it's like, I don't care. <laughs> Like, don't like it's, be it's a like dick. The, there, it's, it's like the the psychiatrist told him. It's like your moral compass isn't broken. He just needs something to base it off of. Like he he is someone who is entirely dependent on others in order to like function. Like he needs someone to tell him what's right and what's wrong because he just can't he just can't seem to do it on his own. And that uh, sucks. And, and I get it, but the show shouldn't try to make me feel upset about that. Like, that's See, unfortunate, I, I, like, and there's real people guess, out there like that, and I feel really bad for them. But at the same time, I don't want to be in the room with them. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that's kind of the point, is you're not supposed to, like, feel bad for him necessarily, but you are supposed to, It's you're supposed to understand him and what makes him tick. Okay, well, and, I guess in that like, sense I've, they succeeded then. Yeah, I, I thought they... He's crazy, was I get of, it. Yeah, he's he basically he's crazy. But I thought there was a lot of really good um, visual storytelling uh, and audio storytelling with the fucking bees. Um, but I, I actually really really dug that. I liked that he was so dependent on other people, and like he's trying, he's reaching out to people that he recognizes are good people and then that's completely taken away from him which is comp which is not his fault whatsoever like like you know he's stalking that one girl and uh, like when you first see him stalking i can't think of her name it doesn't really matter uh, um when you first see him stalking her you know it's just like oh god this guy is really unhinged but then once you come to understand more about him he's only stalking her so he can try to emulate her he's only he's really just trying to be as good as he can but he just can't do it like he right, can't at least point. not by himself fair point i'm not thrilled like, about like, so... it but i get it like, like, he wasn't trying to, like, you know, have sex with the girl. He wasn't trying... He wasn't stalking her so he could kill her. He was stalking her so he could hopefully be better than he was. I liked that. I thought that was cool. And I loved his, like, his, like, slow spin out of control once Fisk starts, like, worming his way into his mind and manipulating him and screwing... Like, because they did such a good job... I, like, anybody, any normal person would not be able, you know, any normal FBI agent would never fall for Fisk's bullshit with, you know, turning him into a fake daredevil who murders a bunch of, a bunch of fucking reporters. Like, that's not something any hu normal human being would be capable of doing. But he is, because he's completely insane, But and he's entirely dependent on other people telling him what's right and what's wrong. So when this guy who seemingly understands him and get and gets where he's coming from and relates to him, which is the only thing he's ever wanted in his entire life, is just like, do this for me. Like, you know, we, I need you to, you know, I need you to be a villain. I need you to do some bad things in order to take down a bad man. And, you know, I need you, I thought it worked. I could understand why Bullseye fell for that shit, even though any normal human being would say, no, this is wrong. I should not do these things. So, Actually, really I don't quick, know. Uh, he said the thing, he was like in the army or the Marines or something, right? Something yeah. like that? Did, Something like did, that. I think it was did, the, the army. Do armed forces just not screen out people with homicidal yeah, actually, tendencies? That's, that's like the only. 
That's like the only thing. I think the the only way I can describe it is that when he's in a very regimented schedule and like and he when his life is very like by the book and everything is orderly, then he like seems to function relatively well. I mean, yeah, it's when but... he, like he can't improvise. Like when you throw a wrench in his system, he completely breaks apart. Like he just can't handle that shit right and i feel feel like like... that's probably a good place for him but at the same time i feel actually you know what no he wasn't okay well all right maybe in the army like to join armies and marines or whatever maybe less lax but he's in the fbi and i feel like there should be some background checks which would probably lead to some psych evaluations which i feel like have to at least be on record somewhere and someone should see that note she wrote about homicidal tendencies now, if I were to do a counterpoint, in the very, like, I think it's like the second episode, he does get a psych evaluation with the FBI. Yeah, but that's but only He knows post, what uh... they want him to say. He's smart enough to be able to recognize that, what they what they want him to say, and he's able to emulate that. Like, he's all about, like, fake empathy No, no, I get emulation. that. What I'm saying, though, is that when he applied for the FBI, there should have been a thing where somebody at a desk sat down, Googled him, and said, oh, homicidal tendencies, next? Like, he shouldn't even have made it to the point where he can say the right thing, because he should have gotten his application thrown out. Yeah, I I agree. The only way I can explain that would be that maybe his records were sealed, or maybe the the psychiatrist, or maybe the psychiatrist thought that she was helping him, and so she covered it up, and she didn't make it a part of her official notes She seemed like a professional, and she seemed like she was trying to help that would not be the right thing to help with. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm willing to accept it just because plot... Well, okay, like, yeah, I, that I, is the answer, but... Yeah, that is the real answer. I'm just, like, it's something that is... Ju- I, I'm willing to justify that I'm just like, you know what? You know, he seems high-functioning enough to be able to pass as a normal human being who isn't completely insane mm-hmm. most of the time. Yep. So I'm bees, willing to know. allow this. Yeah, <laughs> except for the bees. Um... Yes. While we're talking about sane but... human beings, can we talk about this show's weird boner for having people stand behind Matt and talk to them as though they were there? Like, you know, oh, okay, yeah, sure. you know the, the yeah. thing where they have the actor stand behind the person and have a conversation with the guy like it's in his head, but it's for our benefit? They do yeah. that too much. A little, much. especially right near the end, like when when he was when he was like talking to his dad, and then he was talking to Fisk, and it was just like, okay, I get it. Like, yeah. you know, well, I, like I get in what the you're beginning when they first did it, I was like, okay, fine. I thought it was gonna maybe end there, but no, they kept it going for a couple more times there, like with different people. But it's like I, I, I just that now to me, I don't know about you, but to me has become a cliche, and I don't care for it anymore. It's been done I, before, and I liked it there, but now it's so old hat because it's such a like, it's such a non-interesting way of showing the person's, like, arguing with somebody that's not there. Not like in the sense of like seeing people, but in the sense of like, haunted by whatever. I'm I'm just I'm done with that as an expositional tool now. Sure. Okay. I I, I can understand where you're coming from with all of that. I. I thought it was relatively effective, but I can I do admit that it was a little overdone at times. Yeah, well, it's, it's not so, a measure of effectiveness. It's a measure of like, could this have been something else that wasn't just Kingpin standing here shit talking, you know? Yeah, 
yeah, I, I, it was a bit obvious, and I agree. I agree with what you're saying. It, it, it didn't bother me that much, but it did bother I mean, me just enough that I mean, of all the things that, that bothered me, it wasn't it. high on the list, but it was, you know, the right time to talk about it. Sure, 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 sure. So, I guess, is there anything else you wanted to say? I have many more things to say. Go ahead, okay. Steve. Um, I don't really care for the fact that his mom was the nun, or that his mom was in the story. I don't think it added um, anything. I did think that was kind of... I think that was part of the whole forgive yourself thing. Like, it was... Because, like, like, she did something, you know, really shitty when she was much younger. And I think that it was... That was a part of his journey to forgive himself, was to, like recognize that like everybody even the people who are trying to help him are imperfect you know what i mean I like guess, there is no but i feel like that could have just as eagerly been served with that priest guy he liked so much you know well yeah and it kind, it kind of, of was, was but it was well. tied into her thing and i feel like that's unnecessary like she herself did not add enough where i felt like the twist of being the mom was important like yeah she was like the voice of understanding in this one and she was the moral compass sort of to like get him back on the straight and narrow but i mean i don't know that her being the mom was important you know like if she wasn't nothing yeah. changes yeah i i agree i was expecting her to like die or something at the I, end like I was some too, kind but... of yeah, some kind of moment where like her she would become important but she really wasn't i mean i was like she was involved the guy died. that was a bummer because that guy was cool yeah, I actually, I really liked the priest as well. I, I thought he was great. And yeah, when he died, I was like, no! Like, you know, like, I was like, oh, shit! Because I totally thought it was going to be Karen. Mm -hmm. uh, so it, it was kind of neat for it, for them to kind of flip the script and have that. Because I didn't, I wasn't expecting it. I was like, I, I was like, oh, shit, fuck, the, they killed the priest. I wasn't, I mean, I was half expecting it because, you know, the old mentor always has to well, die. Yeah. But I mean, he's been around for a while, mm -hmm. you know? Like, but he's been very like, active I, in this season, so you knew it was time. Yeah, like, yeah, he, he was heavily yeah. involved. All of a sudden, he was around, Uncle bending so. it up over here, and it's, you know, that, is, well, I, I guess yeah, I meant Ben all Kenobi, he... not Uncle Ben, but it works either way, so... Yeah, all he really needed to do was, with great power comes great responsibility, Matthew. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> pretty much, except something bible related. Yeah, yeah, something about Job. <laughs> um, anyway, Did you enjoy what that? The did you enjoy uh, the story of Job? <laughs> um yeah i did for the most part i i thought i was it was neat i as someone who is very much not religious and i don't really have a lot of experience with the bible like i didn't i've never even book. i've heard the name job but like i don't didn't know the significance i didn't know the story going in so like you know as someone who has no experience with it whatsoever i mean they could have literally made up a completely new name and i would have just been like oh okay i mean i know i know <laughs> the story they're talking about because you know catholic school so i'm familiar with right. it it makes sense that they used that one they told it right i was just wondering if you were like oh yeah catholicism or you're like oh i don't understand this catholicism uh, no i uh, in a weird way i um in the past few years i've developed i've grown as a person and i like to call myself a uh, theological switzerland uh okay. i don't really have a strong opinion that's called agnostic religion. adam you could just say agnostic well, and that sound like a tool i i <laughs> uh it was anyway but yeah fine i'm agnostic uh and so like i actually really like the catholicism of daredevil i think it's a really well, it's super important to his, his character, character and it's you know yeah it's a, it's an incredibly important part of his character and so that's something i've always liked about him in this in the show 
Uh, so, no, I, I, I didn't mind it at all. I thought it fits that he was kind of twisting around something that was so important to him to, you know, and almost bastardizing it in a way and, like, I making mean, it into something He did terrible. tell it exactly right. I mean, yeah, well, I mean you know, it's just yeah, as bad as it sounds. Great. Yeah. All right. But anywho, uh, I want to <laughs> get back to the uh, the FBI because I want to talk about Nadim. Oh, yes. Um, I actually really dug Nadim. I also kind of liked Nadim. Uh, I feel like yeah, he grew I feel me. like if you're doing a new character, I, I always like in stories like this when they have a cop that's on their team. You know, I think all the superhero mm -hmm. people need to have one dude on the force that they can go to with these problems. And they're, and they're always the same person. They're always like the, you know... Commissioner Gordon. Yeah, basically. They're always the, the, the yeah. too good for it to be corrupted kind of thing and, like, put in a bad spot, but they'll always do the right thing in the end kind of guy. That's fine. It's important to have that guy on the team. And that's what Nadim offered for us. And, I mean, it's a I poor went out for my boy Nadim because he went out like a champ saving the day. But it's, you know... Yeah, that was cool. I, I feel like in the middle there, he was kind of wasted. Because for the most yeah, I, part, I did, he didn't do I, I did anything. think that... I, I know that... I think it was well-written in that like, I get that he was desperate for a promotion yeah. and he needed the money. And so, like, I understood why he was so willing to defend Fisk and to, mm -hmm. like, kind of turn a blind eye to some of his doubts. But I did think it took him kind of a long time to, like figure shit out like, yeah i, I mean it was like, all on. leading up to that payoff and it was a hell of a payoff yeah but, i, yeah, mean, like, up I, I thought it, it ended up working out fine in the end but like i did like if i have to be really nitpicky i did think it took a little bit too long just like an extra like an episode too long for him to start putting the pieces together and be like oh this is not good. <laughs> like, right. Like, it's like that stupid meme with, uh, with Ralph sitting on the bus in the Simpsons where it's just like, <laughs> I'm in danger. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just like what I was thinking of. Like, it's like, dude, like you are so, so far over your head. You have no idea what you're doing. Um, and it took him. And in my opinion, it took him just a little too long to figure that out, but still, but he still saved cool. the day I, in the end. Right. And I did really like his final confession and sending it to his wife and that whole sequence I, I really just mm -hmm. loved. Um, speaking of – okay, okay. Here. I got something for you, Steve. Uh, something I didn't like. Okay. <gasps> Are you ready? Um, I did not really like Vanessa very much. What? Vanessa was my favorite I... part of the show. Wait. No. What? <laughs> Wait, no. are we talking about... <laughs> let's just say, what? Are no, so go ahead. Uh, Vanessa, that, that, I'm, think, I'm using the right name. Yeah, right? That's, you, yeah that's, well, that's, if you're that's talking Fisk's about Fisk's girlfriend, girlfriend. Yeah. Pal, then yes. Um, so she showed up in like the second to last episode, which I think was a little too late, yeah. in my opinion. Because, I mean, the whole time Fisk was trying to get her to, to, to come back, mm -hmm. you know, like that was his entire goal. So I really do think that like they could have had her shown up like in like... I don't know, like the eighth or ninth episode, or even earlier than that, possibly, and have her be more, have a bigger role. Mm -hmm. And it just, like, I don't remember, I haven't seen the first season of Daredevil for a while, but, like, I don't remember her being this crazy. Like, yeah, I don't know, I was actually you know what I mean? That same thing. When she, okay, so, yeah, she shows up and she's all bummed or whatever because she's basically a trophy wife and not kept in the business, and she's kept in the business. It's like, oh, okay, I. I guess I understand that. 
I thought for sure she was making a power play because when she sits in the chair and she starts making orders and Fisk like you know kind of looks down at her and then like back at the screen I thought for sure he was thinking to himself like oh okay she's just here for the power she's just making a the long con that doesn't appear mm. to have been the case but it is weird you're right I think she was just like an art curator who has become a mob wife somehow and <laughs> overnight here yeah like it just felt felt weird that she was like so chill with you know. Fisk being, like, a goddamn, you know, monster yeah. and murderer and mob boss and extortionist. It just felt weird that it's like, you know, you're an art curator. Some guy comes up comes up to you and he's and he's trying to hit on you. He's not very good at it. And you're kind of intrigued and you're just like, yeah, all right. I'll, you know, I'll give this guy a shot. He's he's so lovably, you know, bad mm -hmm. at this. Uh, and then that uh, that progresses into oh he's you know like the underworld kingpin of the of all of New York City and possibly even more than possibly well, even Kitchen, like the world or some shit. Well, okay, fine, but he's like you know this underworld kingpin. I want to tap that. I want to be. Mm -hmm. I want to be. I want to be Mrs. Like, kingpin. Mrs. kingpin. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, um, lady, are you okay? <laughs> like, Is everything all right at home? Like a therapist or something. And, like, I think it would have worked a little bit better if she had been around earlier so you could get to see that transition take a little bit more time. Yeah, because she really so... didn't – by the time she shows up in the plot, it's kind of too late, you know? Exactly. Like, that's kind of my pro – like, she's there, but she's there so late that it's, like, too little too late. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? It's like, dude, like, he's already, like, in complete control. He's already won. And now you want to step in and be like, all right, you know, I'm the new – Yeah, she was kind of you know, there Mrs. for the whammy. Kingpin. That was it. Yeah, she, yeah, exactly. She was there for the whammy. She was there for the for the celebration, but she wasn't there for, you know, the, the wind-up, mm -hmm. the lead-up to it all. And I would have liked it if she had been around a little bit earlier to actually take part in, like, plot. Like, if she had been plotting against Daredevil and coming up with plans to deal with Daredevil, mm -hmm. and if she had been coming up with plans to deal with Nadim and Karen and all of it, all of it, she should have been involved earlier, in my opinion. If that's, like, unless they just wanted to have her be a trophy wife. You know, like, that's fine. But, like, I mean, it's not, obviously. Yeah. Sorry. But as far as narrative people. progress. I, as far as, like, in the narrative of this story. Um, but, like, if they just wanted her to just, you know, not be a non-character, be this item that Wilson Fisk treats her as, I could, could have accepted that. But for her to show up at the end and suddenly try to, you know, walk walk around like she's a player, it's just like, no, 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 no. You haven't earned this. Like, you don't get to just yeah, do that. You don't that. get to sit at the big kids table yet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I had to while we're actually on, I have me. to say I still really like Fisk, despite him oh, dude, not Fisk was doing great. much against Daredevil specifically. Like they didn't come to odds as much as I would have liked, but god damn it, Fisk is still such a good villain. You know, he's fucking great. I loved Fisk because like he's so Fisk sinister, was... but at the same time he's got like respect. You know, he's got like yeah, it's 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 weird. You know, but it. You, you don't hate him, you know? You don't you're like, okay, he's the bad guy. Obviously, he's in the wrong. That's, but that's you never the, hate that's him. The most that's the most interesting thing about this take on Wilson Fisk is that like despite how much you recognize that he needs to be taken down, you feel almost bad about it. Like like when he was like screaming about how like, you know, like I just want to say goodbye to my mm -hmm. wife like at the very end. 
Like I almost was just like, nah, let him say goodbye. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like it was like it was kind of well. Sad, the, the the moment for me he's... was like, you know, okay, so he's got like a huge thing for that painting of like you know fucking whatever it's oh, called, yeah. snow or whatever. Rabbit in the yeah, that's skin. the one. Yeah, that. Yeah. And it's like it goes to that Holocaust lady's house, and he's all respectful. You know, he just walks in, and he tries to buy it, right? And he's all like, uh, "Man, your story sucks. I think you probably should hold on to this painting instead of me trying to take it from you." You know? And it's like, "All right, yeah, that's cool, appreciated." You know? I mean, it didn't matter because uh, fucking uh, bullseye, bullseye goes and murders her anyway. Yeah. But I mean, at the same time, it wasn't Fisk who said that. It's it's hard to hate the guy, you know? And I and I, I, I yeah, feel I agree. for him, he's... despite the fact that he's the villain. He's very a person. He's very uh, personable. Got a lot of villain charisma, you know. Yeah, I, I, I really do. I really, really like uh, Fisk. I, I, I'm, I keep hoping that he'll show up in like a Spider-Man movie or something, but I know that's not gonna ever happen. Mm-hmm. But probably like, not. God, that would but... be amazing. Okay, one thing about Fisk though that always bothered me, I can't get a read on him facially, and it really bothers well, me. But that's kind of the point. I know, like, but he he's... always looks like he's in the middle of deciding whether it's gonna be a shit or a fart. <laughs> Oh my god, uh, that's fair. Yeah, I do think that like he's he's very like stoic, very like he a lot of his shit is internalized. He's not expressive, like you know. I mean, he, except he's... when he freaks out, and on the rare occasion he freaks out. Yeah. Oh my god, I loved it when he uh, was just like, "Give me your jacket," mm-hmm. and like the guy. Oh, I knew for sure. Like, I was like, oh. "Okay, so he's gonna kill that guy then." <laughs> <laughs> and he fucking did yep. but like that was really great i also love like his physique i love how like physically intimidating he is you know what mm-hmm. i mean like he's just he's a brick shit house. you know what mm-hmm. i mean like he's just so fucking big and like so in charge like he just he feels like a kingpin and i just i, I dig it i i really they did such a good job casting him they did he does such a good job playing him like everything about fisk i thought was like super well done oh yeah so yeah okay so i have a couple more complaints do you want to go before i do my more thing um i i'm trying to think of something specific that i you know no you go you go ahead my 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 brain will catch up to me in a second all right well okay so we already addressed uh daredevil versus fake daredevil right yeah i think yeah and we already talked about how well we didn't talk about but the show likes to talk about how um daredevil is no match for bullseye and he needs to put on his like uh, rope gloves i don't know what those (laughs) do full i I actually just don't know what those are for i don't get it like i i don't think they're they're meant to i guess they're meant to um well a they protect his wrists a bit more and b they're supposed to like increase his damage i guess like make his that's not important that's not important have more of an impact i don't bracelets are fine it's whatever okay fine Mm -hmm. But, like, the thing that bothers me about it is he, the show keeps saying he's no match for Bullseye. But in every fight, when they go toe-to-toe, he takes him to school. Like, the first okay. time they fight, I... he absolutely decimates him until he gets a stapler in his hand or whatever, and he starts throwing shurikens every place. That's well, the only that's time kind of the that whole it matters. Fucking point. That's the point. Daredevil. Okay, like Bullseye is decent in hand-to-hand combat, but Daredevil is better at hand-to-hand combat. That's his entire right, deal. Right. That's what I'm. That's so, what but I'm trying as to soon say. as da- as soon as Bullseye gets any kind of a distance on him, and he can start throwing shit, that's where like everything falls apart for Daredevil. Okay, like, but not not just that. Not just that. 
They keep saying, okay, if that was the only thing, then fine. It would just be like a, you know, get in close kind of game. But the problem that I have is that Daredevil will throw 70 billion punches at this guy's head, and he'll spin around and hit him with a chair, and Daredevil goes down in one hit. And it's really annoying, because it seems like the only reason Daredevil has is no match for Bullseye is because the show just really needs Bullseye to win the fight sometimes. Like, when well, they're in yeah. the church, I, I I... and they're fighting, and yeah, he's throwing stuff or whatever, but, you know, he's, like, deflecting him with his makeshift batons and stuff. Like, he's winning that fight the entire time. And then Bullseye breaks off a piece of a pew and backhands him with it, and then he just goes down, and that's it. And it's like, I... I don't buy it. He's supposed to be better at fighting than this. I know it's not established whether or not he's at 100% yet, because, like, that first episode and a half there really made it look like he was shit, and he did some upside-down push-ups, and he seemed to be okay after that. So I'm guessing he's at least up to par now. But that makes it even worse, because it's like he wins the fights, except when the plot demands he doesn't. And it's it's I guess almost I think a part bad, of that is almost, because he's not almost as bad as I think I a huge factor you're not taking into consideration is that he's not wearing armor and and uh and Bullseye is I guess Bullseye is like that armor is really good armor like he took a shotgun blast to the face at one point like Punisher shot him point blank in the head with his helmet on and he was fine okay well not fine he like it, it kind of screwed up his hearing but like that was it that was the only bad thing that happened was it screwed up his hearing but, like it, like daredevil desperately needed to be wearing like uh some kind of suit but and wasn't he just the refused point of those to do it stupid because he rope was gloves to even the odds on that like didn't he put I those mean, things on to become stronger to fight I think so, but it just wasn't good enough. Like, I, you know, I, I, like, I, don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I agree that, like, it wasn't perfect, but I think for the most part it was pretty yep. good. Like, I think they did a good job establishing that Daredevil is very skilled in hand-to-hand -hand combat. I mean, yes, and but that's already just... been established. But when it's just he and Bullseye fighting, like you know, right in front of each other, Daredevil comes comes ahead of the comes ahead most of the time. It's but then you know Bullseye will play dirty or he'll get some distance and throw shit. Yeah, uh, and that's where everything falls apart. So I don't know. I thought it worked relatively well. I also I really dug at the in like the very last episode when. Um, daredevil finally got his batons again or like i think he had like some makeshift batons mm -hmm. uh and so and then like bullseye started throwing shit at him and he just like just deflected it like back and like mm -hmm. tsh, 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 and then like was able to you know get in bullseye's face and take him out like shit that was fucking awesome it felt so good for him to finally like beat bullseye and be like no i win like like this is I'm not playing this fucking game anymore. No more throwing staplers at me, you son mm. of a bitch. Also, the uh, uh, so, Fisk versus yeah. Daredevil versus Bullseye fight at the end, pretty awesome. It was pretty awesome. I also really liked that Fisk uh, ran and gave Vanessa his coat, which, if you remember from the first season, like is made of the same material that Bull that Daredevil's costume is made out of. I did remember of, so that. Like yes. it's like it is like bulletproof or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, I did think it was kind of funny, but, like, uh, that, like, I was just thinking of the people who didn't remember that, so it's just like, oh, you know, in the middle of the fight, like, here, honey, you look cold. Okay, yep. I gotta get back. Exactly. Um, but it was cool. Don't get it any was, blood was, on you. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, one other um, thing, trying to think one of... other thing about the, uh, Daredevil versus Daredevil fight. So, okay. okay. Now, uh, as I'm sure you remember, a Daredevil's supposed to be dead. 
and he comes yes. to uh, Foggy and later to Karen, and they know he's alive. Okay? Fine. Yes. Now, you'll also recall that uh, Danny's sole reason for being now, apparently, is to take up the mantle of Hell's Kitchen Protector because he thinks that Daredevil died doing the good, you know? Now, when yes. news breaks of the evil Daredevil, how come nobody went and investigated that? How come Danny I, or Luke Cage or Jessica Jones was like, hey, I, he's dead, what's the dealio? Nobody bothered to investigate, especially since, I don't know if you remember, we looked it up, and Hell's Kitchen is like ten fucking blocks. So it's not <laughs> yeah. like these people can't find each other, since they only hang out in this one alleyway, I guess. It's not <laughs> like there wasn't any questions to be asked, even if it was an imposter— all those people on that list there should have been like, let's go see what the hell's going on, you know? I mean, Karen finds out no, I agree. Black I mean, Masked okay. Man or whatever. But... The only – okay, uh, Iron Fist was out of the country. Uh, Luke that was, a was busy being a crime. Well, we don't know okay. that. All right, fair. Um, uh, we don't know the exact timeline. Uh, Luke Cage was busy being a crime boss. He might have just not had the time. I don't know. And Jessica Jones, I have no excuse, so – uh, right. Jessica Jones was too busy drinking herself sure. to death the real and reason wasn't is paying attention. Because they didn't want to put any more actors in this Daredevil show. But yes, I mean that's the real okay. We'll, we'll pretend Jessica was off hanging out with her uh, new family that she's starting with her foster yes. kid and her <laughs> and her uh, boyfriend there that paints shit. Boyfriend. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That guy. So let's just that. pretend that's what, what happened. And yeah, Luke sure. Cage was off being a crime boss because crime bosses like don't keep tabs on other crime bosses. So I don't really have much else to say, so I'm kind of ready to start getting to the verdicts here. Are you ready? Uh, I guess, yeah. I've, I've okay. nitpicked all the things I, I need to covered, pick. I think we covered most of it. I think we covered the, 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 good, the good bits here. So, I mean, I, I want to rate this very, very highly, um, but I know that oh, you won't wait, agree to that. Oh, wait, one more thing. I just remembered now. Okay. Uh, there was way too much side character bullshit in this. I wanted way yeah, more Daredevil oh, right. than I wanted side character bullshit. There was way too much Foggy, yeah, yeah, way too yeah. much Karen Page Fine. episodes, way too much uh, uh, FBI guy, Nadim. It, it's the Daredevil show. I want Daredevil, not sidekicks. I understand that they're important okay. and we all – everyone loves Karen Page and all Foggy and all that nonsense. But I wanted Daredevil and he wasn't in the show enough. It's almost as bad as the Iron Fist season two. Not as bad, mind you, but almost as bad. And I'm really concerned this is going to be a trend. Can I look forward to the next episode of – or the next season of Daredevil where it's all about uh, – I don't know. The, Karen Page? Well, no, we already had that. It was this season. So the next season <laughs> can be about, like, I don't know, the guy who cuts his hair or something. Like, okay. I, okay. I'm just saying, too much side character does not make up for the fact that there's not enough main character. Okay. Okay. Well, fine. I accept your criticism, though I do not agree. I want to move on to verdicts. Fine, yes. So I'm going to go – I want to aim for, like, an eight. What do you think about that? Uh, I think no. <laughs> Ah, seven. You're not going to meet me any lower, so fine, seven. Seven, yes, I accept this seven. But so, it's not right. Okay, we Everyone are officially giving Daredevil Everybody Season 3 seven. You know I didn't mean seven. You know in your <laughs> I know. You and no, me everyone knows you hate it. Everyone knows you hate everything and you're I don't hate everything. I just hate it. things that are bad. Okay. And I didn't say so, I hate the show, Adam. You put that word in my mouth. I didn't say those I hate are it. The those are the complaints this week. If you can't complain, share it with your friends. Bye. Our little secret.